Hey everybody, Joe Cagle here. Gunnersville High School Spring Sports are beginning their playoffs and we had a chance to sit down and speak with some of the coaches today. Here's varsity boys baseball coach Kenny Chafin. The baseball team will take on Ardmore Friday at 5 in a doubleheader at home. I'm joined now by varsity boys baseball head coach Kenny Chafin. Coach, Appreciate you, all you do for the program, and uh, we appreciate having you on the podcast for 95.9 this week. Talking a little playoff baseball, but before we get to that, I want to talk a little bit about the season. It started way back in February, and just where you think you guys have improved up to this point. Yeah, I, th I think we have improved in all phases of the game. Uh, I think learning to play to a standard is what we, uh, with our seniors, and, and then it goes from there. And uh, our seniors have played well for us. Uh, and have led well for us, and, and that kind of trickles down uh, to the whole team. And, uh, you know, just more baseball, getting to play more baseball. Our younger guys got more experience. They struggled early. Uh, so uh, just that experience and uh, learning how to win and senior leadership has really helped us. How nice has it been to see this group get to compete for a full season? Because obviously we didn't get to see that last year. Yeah, it is nice. It was kind of unfair to to the uh, to our baseball team last year. Uh, we were affected by by COVID and along with all the spring sports, and so we missed out on some things. Uh, being able to play for uh, area and uh, all that, and, and usually as the season goes on, you get better as a baseball team. And so this has been big uh, this year, being able to fight through um, COVID and everything else. Yeah, for sure. And I remember at the beginning of the year, you know, you guys had some really close, tough games. And, and I know that's probably helped you as the season's gone along. Yeah, we, we've played uh, five extra inning games. Mm -hmm. And uh, five of our first nine games were extra inning. Yeah. So uh, that, that's helped a lot. Uh, and, and learning how to win those games uh, means a lot to us. Uh, of course, now going into to area, uh, to the state playoffs where um, games are going to be close. They should mm -hmm. be close. Good baseball coming up. Yeah, and uh, obviously wrapped up the area championship, didn't lose a game in area play. Talk a little bit about that. Yeah, we, we, we pitched well, number one. Uh, that, that, that starts with us, and we've got to pitch well. We played good defense behind our pitching, and then we had timely hits. And, and our lineup, um, really um, one through nine, uh, came together, and, and everybody contributed some way. Uh, and, and that's what it's going to take uh, going forward. And talking about going forward, uh, obviously the state playoffs now, you're going to take on Ardmore in the first round. Talk a little bit about this team. What do we need to expect when they come here to Gunnersville? Well, first of all, Ardmore is a very good baseball team. Uh, they have a lot of tradition. Uh, they went to uh, the uh, semifinals in 2014, um, uh, state finals, I think, in 2015, something like that. And so they've got a lot of baseball tradition. And they've got uh, – two really, really good arms. Uh, one signed with Mississippi State SEC school, uh, Cole Cheatham, he's a senior, lefty, um, and, and throws it around 90 miles an hour. And then they've got a uh, righty uh, that's around 86 miles an hour, Luke Hogan. And both of those uh, guys are, are, are really good pitchers for them and gives them a chance no matter who they play. What do we need to, uh, when you're going into a, to a game like this and a playoff matchup like this, what are usually some of the things that you got to do to make sure you get wins? Well, you got to pitch well, uh, and you got to play defense behind it, and then you got to have timely hits, um, and you got to have a little luck. Uh, and so uh, we've, we've got to have all those going forward. Um, we've got to have everybody contributing on the lineup, and we've got to have everybody contributing, even guys on the bench. Um, we've got to have those guys in the game and contributing and uh, – you know, staying focused and, and really live pitch by pitch 
uh, that's that's what it's going to take, uh, you know, to, to win these big games. What's the schedule look like Friday? Friday we play uh, at five o'clock, and then uh, we'll play two games Friday, and then the, the second game will start immediately after we've got it scheduled for seven thirty. Um, if it's a split uh, Friday, we would we would play here at Jim Whitaker Field on Saturday at one o'clock. And uh, as far as tickets go, are we still doing the same thing like we have been. Tickets will be GoFan only. Um, we have uh, the Gunnersville High School Facebook page has sent that out, the Twitter feed as well. Also, Gunnersville Baseball Facebook page has sent that out, and, and I've shared it as well. But it'll be GoFan only. There will be no tickets sold at the gate, and that's the state rules. Yep. That is not our rule. Coach, we appreciate it. Thank you. Here's the girls' varsity soccer coach, Mike Jones. The girls will take on Aniana this Saturday at 5 at home. I'm joined now by Varsity Girls soccer coach Mike Jones. Coach, appreciate you joining us for this uh, podcast edition on 95.9. We're getting ready for some spring sports playoffs. You guys have once again got into the playoffs. But you've had some hardships through the year. I mean, obviously a, a, a few things with COVID at the beginning of the year, but you got through it, and, and here you guys are sitting ready for the playoffs. Yeah, well, thanks, Joe, for having me today. I really like to talk about the girls' soccer program. We uh, – uh, we have made the playoffs for, I think we've been in the playoffs now every year since yep. I've been involved. So yep. I'm very happy to keep that tradition continuing on. We won our area mm -hmm. undefeated. And uh, so we are playing first round playoff game this Saturday, five o'clock against Aniana. And uh, it'll be at home here. You can buy tickets. You have to buy tickets on GoFan won't be sold at the gate, so make sure if you're wanting to come and watch some exciting playoff soccer to come on down and uh, check us out. And, yeah, Joe, COVID has been an issue for all the teams, not just us. And uh, we did have a little period there that we had some issues going on that we had to resolve. But I just want to say this about the schools and the people in the schools that make these decisions. They, ha they are under a lot of stress with mm -hmm. this. The nurses, oh, yeah. the people in place to make these decisions really have to go by the guidelines that they're given by the state. Yep. And they have to do that. I mean, and they, they hate having to quarantine and tell kids they're ineligible just as much as anybody. And hopefully this may be our last time to ever have to deal with this. but. Although everybody gets a little upset about decisions made and they just don't think it's right, but whatever you think about it, they have to do what they're told to do. Yep. And if they don't, and I feel bad for them being under the situations, the nurses, the athletic director, and I really appreciate what they do for us. Yeah, it is a tough situation, but I think it's been navigated well so far this spring. I've been, I've been very pleased with to see how we've come out on the other end getting ready for playoffs. I want to talk about this team, though. Um, at the beginning of the year, when we first met, you were uh, you were talking about how there's youth on this team, a lot of inexperience on this team, but you've you've got some key players coming back. Sarah Wright being one of them, I feel like she's probably helped bridge that gap a little bit for these young players. And just talk about their growth overall. Yeah, we did. We started out. You know, last year was a heartbreaker of our year. Yeah. One of the worst things ever happened to us in our program where we had like nine starters graduate this year and this team that team last year was really good I mean we would really had to lay an egg not to maybe bring a title home last yeah. year so moving on from that we have a lot of young players that's coming back that had never started varsity games matter of fact the majority of our team had never started a varsity game and there was a lot of learning to do uh, also players like Sarah Wright that had been playing more of a defensive role all her career 
Church, which started in the seventh grade, and she yeah. actually got a state title championship ring in 2016. Was very instrumental in that win as well. But had to learn how to score because we lost uh, all-time leading scorer from Gunnersville last year in Aubrey Hanner. We lost all-time leading assist maker in Carly Sims. We lost tremendous defenders, tremendous outside mids. I mean, a keeper that had we so this year we had to start a keeper that had never even played soccer before yeah. I actually I actually had to tell her the rules when she got out there <laughs> when she could pick the ball up and everything and and she has done an amazing job Emma Stanley I can't say enough about what she's done for us too so uh yeah we've learned we played some hard games you know I, I scheduled tough games with seven eight schools and yeah we got some lessons in those games you know yep. play Briarwood Auburn Huntsville and when you play teams like that then uh, you're going to learn some lessons. And oh, yeah. In the past years, uh, we actually had a winning record with Huntsville. Uh, we'd beat Briarwood last year. Uh, we'd never played Auburn before, so that was a first for mm -hmm. us. And we played them on their home field down at their high school, and it was an amazing place. It looked like a little college stadium. <laughs> so we got some good experience from that and uh, learned some good lessons. Gotcha. What do we, uh, what do we know about Aniana? Well, Aniana has had a soccer program for a long time, and uh, they finished runner-up. Of course, we've been in the area winners. We cross over and play a runner-up from another area. So they, they were runner-ups to Westbrook Christian, a private school down in Gadsden. But they were really competitive with that, mm -hmm. with Westbrook. I think their games were very, very tight. Could have gone either way, so we could have been playing either one. But Aniana will bring an experienced program up here and it's all about scoring, which seems to have been a, a lot of our nemesis sometimes in some of our area games. Mm -hmm. We can control the game, by far control possession, but we just sometimes have trouble getting it in the goal to put the games away in a very significant way. Gotcha. Coach, appreciate it. Best of luck. And now we have Chris Bashaw, track and field coach. Joined now by Gunnersville track and field coach, Chris Bashaw. Coach, appreciate you joining me on 95.9 today. You know, last week, had Marshall County track tournament, and you had you had a really big day, uh, you know, with uh, Jaden Watkins, obviously, and obviously um, uh, Dee Hundley, both being named MVP. Got to be excited about that. Talk about those two a little bit. That was pretty big. Uh, going into the meet, Dwayne's been part of the 4x4 team uh, probably half the season, but we talked a couple weeks back, told him, I said, going into county, uh, we're going to try and find you four events. You can probably qualify for the state meet in six events if we put you in six. Mm -hmm. But um, that was going to give us an, an idea at county of what we were going to be able to do trying to prepare for sectionals. So uh, found in practice that he could high jump, not not the traditional high jump way. Yeah. Uh, of course, by your picture, you know, he, he's still scissor kicking. We worked yeah. a little bit, you know, yesterday on that. but. I did not expect him to go five foot ten. Mm -hmm. <laughs> if anybody can go five foot ten and high jump, scissor kick, and they're they're a pretty good athlete. Yeah. <laughs> uh, knew he'd have you know a shot to go one or two in, in long jump, and then the one hundred or the two hundred and four hundred. Jaden ran the one hundred, two hundred, four hundred. He's not been pushed but once all year, mm -hmm. so we knew with everybody else in the county he should be able to go out and win those. So pretty big day, you know, he's not the only one in his family now that has won MVP, uh, his oldest sister that graduated long about 2004. Uh, she was county MVP on the girls' side at least once in her career. So 
but she also back in her day got to compete in five events. So, right. Uh, Jaden, uh, Jaden, we're still just trying to figure out <laughs> what all can she not do. Yeah, I know. <laughs> um, early in the year, we didn't do anything but long jump. Uh, we tried triple jump. We added high jump, and and really up until an admirable meet, we hadn't put her in the one hundred and we hadn't put her in the 200. Mm -hmm. So I thought, okay, let, let's see what she can do for, for future reference. And the first meet she's out in the 200, out of the slow heat, she wins the meet. So I said, okay, now, <laughs> now here we go. There, there's five events that she can do. Mm -hmm. uh, now it's just narrowing it down to the, to the four, you know, going into sectional. She's like Dwayne, she's gonna be four individual events. She could probably run the 400 if we put her in it, but I don't think I'm going to do her that yeah. way. Um, you know, I, talking with Coach Hill at, at Scottsboro, he said, imagine what Jaden Watkins could have done if she had a started track as a yeah, freshman. No kidding. Uh, she, she right now is high jumping five foot with Jaden Bonds. Uh, there's only two other people in the state that has, in 5A, that has a better jump than those two, and both of them are at UMS Wright. Mm -hmm. Uh, had a discussion with uh, Randall Taylor probably last week and I said when because I know in the last 10 years we've not had it but I said in that first 10 years from 2000 all the way up to 2010 I said did we ever have two on one team the same year be able to go five foot mm -hmm. on the girls side uh, not really sure that we have we've had some that was pretty close yeah uh, we had one maybe one that would go four eight four ten so you know She's a special athlete, you know, she can play volleyball, she can play basketball, mm -hmm. now she knows she can run and jump and track as well, so. Yeah, and you mentioned Jaden Bonds. Talk a little bit about her as well. She's had a big season so far. She has. Uh, she's went five foot a couple of times in high jump. Um, we know she can go five two because she done it last year in indoor. Uh, when, when the meets get big, she typically finds that extra adrenaline, that extra whenever she tries to jump. Uh, we added last week, right before the county meet, triple jump. Mm -hmm. uh, really, she, she's she been running one, 100 highs, 300 hurdles. She's been doing long jumps. So I said, well, a lot of people keep saying, coach, she, she could probably triple jump too. So figured, okay, let's see, can she triple? And at that point, uh, Coach Taylor, he, he came out here one day, he was, uh, I'd ask him to come out and just look at some things and he worked with her for about 20 minutes out there before baseball game over here and um, she went 29 30 foot and triple jump and got to the county meet and she for this weekend at our invitational and she goes 29 almost 30 yeah. feet so uh, she's in that for sectionals uh, we've we've got a shot on the girls uh, to go two three and four and triple jump we've not been able to do that since probably about 2010 so yeah and you mentioned sectionals that's going to be this this friday this saturday over the weekend here at gunnersville high school this is one of this is probably the third big pretty big meet you guys have hosted you had the you had the uh the marshall county tournament now you've got sectionals talk about having all these meets here at home it's good for the kids. Uh, definitely with COVID, it helps not being on the bus. Yeah, uh, We're not having to worry about who's sitting next to who and uh, the whole social distance thing on the bus ride. Um, but the, 
the flip side of it, trying to prepare, a lot of a lot of time goes away from from spending with the athletes, trying to get things prepared. Luckily, Coach Self and Coach Moultrie is able to mm-hmm. fill those gaps while I'm trying to run here, there, and yonder to get things done. But uh, for the program, it, it's it's big. It helps financially. Of course, uh, you know, for the sectional meet, we're taking up parking. So there's some other sports that's going to be taking up the parking, getting to keep some of that money uh, to help them with with whatever needs they have. Mm -hmm. But uh, for years and years, uh, not being able to host a home meet, it it came all the way down to to just fundraising, trying just to make it through the year. Uh, now, Now having these, there's some financial stability. Uh, the the old saying was if you build it they'll come mm-hmm. and we we've found that out once again that once you know the school board approved to redo the track uh, last year we would have got you know a real good uh, idea of of how things were going to go and this year it's one of those the JV meets were well attended and then uh, the county meet of course everybody and then our big invitational this past Saturday was 20 teams. Uh, this weekend for sectionals, it's 31 or 32 teams, uh, right around 629 athletes. I believe yeah. it is. So uh, it's going to be going to be pretty big uh, with the stadium size we have. Uh, it looks like nobody's here a lot of times. Yeah. Uh, that's the beauty of having having the stadium as as big as we do, especially on the home side. So. Yep, coach, we appreciate it. We'll visit with you again after sectionals as we head into state. Appreciate it, Joe. Everyone visit GoFan.com for tickets and remember to come out and support the Wildcats.